name is Colin, his name is Stu, this is the Evil G Podcast. And we got a lot of wrestling this week. Oh no, I've lost you. Oh, I'm on my own! Oh, you're back. I'm back, jeez, what happened there? I don't know, you just were very quiet there for a second. Hmm, that was um, odd, you know me, I'm not quiet, but I'm back, I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes, we have a lot of wrestling. Yeah, it's been a eventful weekend. We had the very first AW Rampage, Triple A's Triple Mania. Uh, New Japan did their first US live show um, post COVID. Um, yeah, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, let me just bring up my list here, and I think the first thing we'll talk about is Back for Blood. So, mm. Back for Blood had a open beta, uh, and we tried it. Uh, what did you think? I very much enjoyed it. Mm. It is a crying shame about the last level not working properly the way it's supposed to, but all the mm. levels we played were very, very good. Yeah, so the the beta covers one entire campaign. Um, have they two said actually? Oh, well, it's two acts of the one campaign, isn't it? No, no. What we actually play is Act One and Act Four. Oh, each of them is four levels long, very much like Left 4 Dead. Right. So apparently this... there will be ten acts. Oh, so it's all the one ongoing story. It's not like uh, Left 4 Dead, where it was like you know you picked like a wee episode. Ah thing right yep um i so yeah it's it's very it's very left for dead obviously it's been modernized quite a bit um you can aim down sights with all your guns which i don't think you could do in left for dead no you couldn't no um, that being said i don't use it a lot but uh it's nice to know that it's her yeah yeah uh you've got hordes of zombies coming at you specials um and you have to make your way to the end of the level so as you were saying and what we played the what is obviously supposed to be a big set piece where you're firing a howitzer at a mountain five times reckon mm. yeah each time you fire that it's supposed to bring a horde in uh but when we were playing it we got like one zombie who chanced the it entire to, time chances arm didn't end <laughs> well for him mm-hmm. <laughs> and we tried um, it a couple of times um, yeah, I can imagine if that worked properly, that would actually be abs- the fact that it's just that level or that bit. There's no level to there's no way in Left 4 Dead. Um, you like your last level would always be a normal level, and then there would be a big set piece at the end. Yeah, if they've just got a big set piece for a level, I reckon it should have been absolute mayhem. Yeah, so it's just like one enclosed arena. You're trying to do something, um, we're just gonna throw endless hordes at you um mm. yeah i mean they, they give you access to a minigun there so uh, uh, <laughs> i imagine something something bad was supposed to happen when you're just sort of sitting there firing this howitzer and be like hello anybody there because <laughs> uh, i could see them chucking as but as we were as you said earlier you've got your specials like you did in left or dead there seems to be two different grades of special in this so you've got your normal sort of you know jumper spitter and 
bomb boomer and things like that and then you've got like a, a larger class of special which is like the big ogre you come across oh yeah, uh, yeah. there's like a he's a witch really type thing big that, he's really big um and we always thought he was too easy and then we put the difficulty up and he was like oh who's too easy no <laughs> they fucking tanked us last night um but uh You've got your, obviously, you've got your tank, I forget what he's called, and you've got your witch, but she's called a hag, and there's, some of them can one-shot kill you, and also, not all of them are in the beta, but I reckon as you get later into the game, you will be getting a mad mixture of different uh, enemies and things like that. Yeah, cause it is, Apparently, there will be human enemies as well. Oh, we're going to shoot back at you. Mm. Mm. So, in, the, in this one, we saw, like, the big tall guy with the big stupid arm... Um, two sort of variations of him. I don't know. He grabs you and slams you, or or he, he either will you with his big stupid arm, or he'll grab a hold of you for a while. Um, mm. We saw the explodey guys. Um, and one the, just runs and explodes, and the other one spits. Yeah, and then the um, the, the Spider Man, and also the the guys that hide in the nest in the wall and then jump out at you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was saying to you last night, like I, I I don't like the design of them as much. They they just seem very generic, and whereas, you know, in, in Left for Dead, the the boomer was this big bloated guy. Aye. Um. The the tank was a big fucking like tired looking basically. thing. Uh, um. And the uh, you know the the boy that jumps around. I can't mind what you call it, but it's the you know had the, the hoodie, jockey. The I had the oh I had the jockey. I forgot about that one. Um, and then obviously the 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 witch. They all seem to have a lot like like they were more unique. But whereas these ones all sort of have the same kind of well, the ones we've seen obviously we haven't haven't played yeah. the whole thing. So, um, but the ones in the the beta just all seemed a wee bit samey looking to me. Their design. I think it was a wee bit of a mistake to basically say, right, here's three different specials. Well, sorry, here's one special, but he's got three variations. So basically, you've got three specials with one design. I know they're slightly altered, but you yeah. could have had some cool designs. Um, oh, but it, it was it's definitely a good game. Uh, very, mm-hmm. very generous on the, um, the aim assist. Because <laughs> uh, if you yeah. all your DNA in it, it will snap the targets. I don't know if you can turn that off. It was still doing it on the higher difficulty as well, so I don't know if it's. Don't think it's tied to difficulty. Um, I would definitely probably pick that up. It's a it's a good co-op one, and it is mm. definitely preferred to have a full team of people you can actually speak to as well. Yeah, especially some of those later moments where there's that part where you have to work up the uh, sort of the alleyway and the just the horde doesn't stop coming although mm. granted you know we worked out the wee trick with the, the pipe bombs but if you didn't have pipe bombs you would definitely need all four people just blasting as you're running up there yeah yeah bots are pretty much useless oh um, jesus oh so something else that, that you've played but i haven't uh is this new red dead game mode for the online yeah i've actually been playing this quite a wee bit because it's really enjoyable it's like, what makes me sad about it, though, is like, you easily could have done this from the start. Yeah, it's just a like, horde mode. like. Yeah, it's just literally a horde mode, but it's really well done. So 
Uh, I won't, I won't babble about it too long, but you, you pick one of five areas, I think it is, but they make sure that it's only three players, but they make sure that areas are good and large. So you will have to split up because they're, because you know, they come from all, all sides. Mm -hmm. But what you also get is 10 townspeople and you can sort of set them in areas at the start and they will, you know, shoot and things like that. But, Mm. uh. So I've played, obviously, uh, uh, Valentine. So obviously Valentine's like a big, long road. So some of them will come in at one side of town, some of them will come in from the other, and then some of them will try and make their way in from the middle and, you know, sneak in through the buildings and stuff. Um, and then later on, you'll get, like, the, the wagons will start coming in with the, the Gatlin guns and all on them. And then, this doesn't sound terrifying, but these guys are the worst. There's guys who just run at you with machetes. <laughs> and if they get you, you're, you're dead. One but, So you're busy maybe, like, Oh, uh, you're you're out trying to shoot fucking Johnny sniper balls up the fucking hill, and next thing you just get a fucking machete in the back of the head, and you're like, ah, fuck. So it's actually really well done, and the thing I like about it as well, it's just action. It's not like ride here for ten minutes to get a little bit of action. It's like the moment you pick this mode, fucking action. Nice. Uh, GTA. And you're better rewarded. I I saw some of the like. It's doling out the gold and the cash. Fucking um, hell, man. I had like two gold before I started playing and now I'm up to like 22. So that would mean everyone's everyone's playing it then? Oh, yeah. Like you, you never get the, like, you, you can sometimes apparently you can load in and you'll end up yourself. The, the only thing is there's not, nothing worse than someone quitting because you, you will struggle. Yeah. Even one man down. Uh, um. Uh, GTA is a very similar mode now. It doesn't have any like NPCs helping you out, but um, uh, yeah, it's wave based uh, sort of thing, and uh, that's where people will farm the XP and and cash mm. usually. Um, outside of the oh, you do get a, the heists. Mm, you get a lot of XP for it as well. I've noticed because um, you know why they're doing these wee mini uh, passes at the moment. Mm. I, I've nearly completed a pass just by playing this horde mode. Ah, uh, nice. So yeah, it, 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 like I say, it's a good fun mode, and it's about fucking time to actually <laughs> just put something where you just shoot things. Because something, you know, you're playing a, a fucking western game, you just want to shoot bastards. You don't want to have to ride for 20 minutes and then shoot three people. Uh, it, it's still not the big multi-part heist, you know, group of missions. No, no. That you, that you were getting a GTA, and that's what that game is missing. To me, that that's big time. Like that's the main thing that everyone does in GTA. Um, and it's a this just it's a fucking western it. game, and there's no bank robberies or train robberies or anything like that. It's like what the fuck, Rockstar? What are you doing? Hmm. But yeah. it is. It's finally good to see a mode ring just go in and shoot people and get real rewarded. I have no dealings with horses. <laughs> no dealings with horses. None. Like, um, you do get some people who ride around doing it with a horse, but they're obviously got that perk where they do more damage on the back of a horse. Right, right. <clears throat> um, right, so on to our next thing here. Uh, this is a quick one. So, you know Nintendo World um, at Universal Studios <laughs> Japan, the, <laughs> the Nintendo theme park? Um... Apparently, a Goomba statue has broken, broke free from one of the rides and almost killed people as it fell down. So it was like That's fucking massive. 
it's just a Goomba trying to get his revenge. Like, how many Goombas have you jumped on their heads? <laughs> this one's like, enough. had enough. Now, now you're getting jumped. I'm going to jump on your head. Is planning this for years, I bet you. <laughs> so in one it. shot, they fucked up. Um, I. <laughs> that's all there is <laughs> I'm glad nobody died funny. though you yeah, know, I'm not trying to uh, say I wanted a good bit of kill someone but uh, the see, irony and it's pretty good it fell it fell right next to the track close to where a Yoshi car was passing by whatever a Yoshi car oh, is cool. I need to I need to get to this thing at, at some point um mm. maybe when Japan isn't like the center of fucking disease at the minute mm-hmm. <laughs> after having the Olympics um yeah, lucky no one was hurt there, and they're opening an R one in Orlando. Or did Orlando? Yeah. Well, if you're gonna put a, a sort of yeah, if you're gonna put a theme park in America, where else would you go? Yeah. Um. So that uh, I had that Battlefield twenty forty two um play test at the weekend there, and I got an invite to. Yeah. I'm just gonna talk about it now. Even like you can't NDA me when it didn't fucking happen so <laughs> ps5 and uh i'm not the only one ignoring ndas because there was videos up everywhere for the pc and xbox guys uh and then the playstation one got cancelled for critical a critical issue is what they're saying mm-hmm. um but i'm wondering is that because so many people went fuck your nda and put up videos all over the place um, I had no doubt. What, was um, it? what, what did they think was going to happen? <laughs> well, that's what you do in NDA, non-disclosure agreement. It's on the email. It's like, don't talk about this. Don't talk about this email. Don't forward this to anyone. Um, but, yeah, but they have to realize that people just sort of seen a Battlefield Five invite. They didn't read the rest of it. <laughs> I read it. Uh, to be fair, the don't share uh, is in a big fucking red box. You cannot miss it. All oh, right. Okay. And like you're you're signing up to it that you you agree not to stream it, take pictures or or anything like that. But um, so so they said that the um don't share your account information or you know they let other people play like you know letting someone else sign in on on your ID elsewhere because you'll get banned. Um. Same for uh, videos, or screenshots, or streaming. Um, mm. They're they're promising bands, but yeah, the whole shit ton of videos went up. Um, I haven't looked at any of the the videos myself, but uh, yeah, why would it? Oh, was I'm sort of thinking now. I was expecting to play it. So <laughs> oh, good point. Eh? Good point. <laughs> yeah, who knows if they'll do another one. Um, like this before for PS5 because the there's an open beta in September, in which everyone can jump into. So, um, there's probably not much point though. I find it quite funny how I told all you guys I got an invite and cat, biggest fucking Battlefield guy, and everyone is like, "Where'd you get that? What the fuck?" <laughs> and we start winding them up saying, uh, you spend too much time on planes, lads. All the good players that, are, that they want. Uh, good players only. I laughed at that. <laughs> they, they need to test good the ground game. <laughs> Make sure points can actually be captured. Why? 
Um, right, so that you could say that one as expected, but naive of EA, uh, <laughs> not to realize. Very naive. Very naive. Um, uh, next story I have here is I'm not really sure why I included this one. I think just because I've walked past it so many times and not gone in. So do you know there's a, a Namco theme arcade in London? Yes. Sorry, was. And it's closed. I was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it closed uh, on the 12th of August. After 25 years being open, I have walked past it so many times and I don't know why I never went in. I even on my own not doing now. anything. It's like... You know what it is? It's like right beside Westminster and you're like, oh, let's go over where all the fucking pointy buildings are. <laughs> you just end up walking <laughs> past it. Um, I re- regret it. would have fun to go and see what was in there, but... Um, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's not too many places like that anymore. No. Nah. And I'm guessing, you know, COVID didn't do them any favors. Lost a... Uh, like, there, there's... There's arcades in Tokyo, in Akihabara, like the center of where they would be, you know, poised to be, have the most, um, you know, the most people likely to go into them. And, and there's ones there that have had to, uh, I think one of the club Segas is gone, um, including, uh, I'm pretty sure the the building is actually gone as well. Um, Jesus. It's the, the really if cool one mistaken, where the no. escalators are on the side of the building and you can... Oh, uh, sweet. Well, you can just see where they they go up, and it's a set Sega up the side of it, and mm. I love. They it. do plan to reopen this though, don't they? Or they're moving location or something like they said in the story. Um, I think they said something like that. It's just it's moving from London. Oh, where is it moving to? Because it's not on this story I'm reading about it moving. Oh. All right, I thought I read on Eurogamer that they planned to open another one somewhere or something. Uh, maybe I was wasn't concentrating properly, but not, to me it sounds it's the, the when I was even thinking that I was like, why would you move it from London? Surely it's going to get the most business there. Yeah, maybe you're reading about the the part where they were pointing out other places in London, um, Las Vegas Arcade oh, in Soho, the heart of gaming in Croydon. Yeah. Uh, you just don't like. I wonder what where's the closest arcade to us, like proper arcade. I'm not talking about that Portrush horse shit where they have like a handful of machines. No, like no, dedicated. No, no, pro- arcade. Like you wouldn't I find don't think they even any. Have one in Belfast? Uh, no, not that I know of. Dublin. Uh, <clears throat> not even sure if there's one down there. Like, um, I'd love for you to see a, you know, a Japanese arcade. Um, mm. now as I, I didn't I've never seen one in their you know in their heyday you know, it's even in decline there as well but you still you know you'll get certain ones that are still around um, and most of the floors will be the same machine a lot of them are the, the card game based machines where you build your deck building and uh, buying cards or horse racing machines and stuff but you'll get to the floor where it's just all fighting games um, or a floor where it's just all you know retro stuff, um, and it's 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 really really cool to see. Um, you'll get that floor where it's just all Tekken, 
Um, back to back machines. You can just sit down and challenge whoever you want and then get your ass handed to you. <laughs> the, uh, the, the last, like the, the Tekken 7 machines were uh, internet connected. So you would, uh, even if there was no one physically there, you would, you had no trouble getting a, get a, a, a game with someone. Yeah. Look, well, to show you, if they were connecting arcades to the internet, there was obviously still a big uh, thing for them. Yeah, aye. Uh, well, the, there still is a scene there. It's just nowhere near what it used to be. Yeah. <clears throat> like even you know the games being released slow way down. You, you don't even fighting games. You don't really get oh it's released in arcades first anymore. Street Fighter Five never uh, came out in in arcades. No, it didn't. Like you got loads. Even of, though there is an arcade edition. Yeah, uh, the, <laughs> that makes sense. Um. Uh. I mean, you'll still get people over there playing four and mind, uh, like like once before that as well. But yeah, well, that's a, that's not new. Arcades have been dead for <laughs> quite some time. Yeah. Uh, so Nintendo just had a uh, an event there with indie games, uh, their indie showcase thing. Um, the only thing I really want to point out and talk about, um, just was the, the short trailer they have up for it, is a game called Eastward, and it's just how it looks. I don't know if you got a look at this. Um, no, I can't say I did, no. But it's like, it's it's all 2D isometric, um, like a JRPG, for example, for on the 16-bit era, but like really high fidelity, mm. like hand-drawn, Graphics. Uh, the, uh, I say you be into if you've seen it moving. Um, uh, it looks real. I love its art style. It's kind of almost like a Tintin style look to it, but what? crossed with anime. Um, hmm. And from what I was saying, it looks like it's kind of last, like Last of Us, because there's like a, a small white-haired character, and then you've got this bigger guy and it looks all very sort of post-apocalyptic um yeah uh there's a bit they wrote up uh, uh in Eurogamer that this is an rpg in which dense pixel art meets modern lighting the world is ended and two heroes are making their way through a cobbled together world the whole thing reminds me of little mario and luigi games i never played those uh despite shift to real-time battling um it made like uh, sort of reminded me of the likes of you know Earthbound on mm. the the Super Nintendo, but with a different sort of like the really high fidelity pixel graphics. It just looks gorgeous. Um, yeah, check out that trailer. Must give it a look. Eastward. Eastward, it's called it. Mm. Yeah, I must give it a look. Yeah, it sounds really really cool. <clears throat> Uh, and finally, I have some news about anime for a change. Um, well, so you know of the streaming service Crunchyroll? Ah, yes. Everyone's heard of that. that like, uh, it's the main place, like, uh, probably the biggest streaming service for anime, maybe? Like, dedicated Outside to it? Uh, I don't know what... What way Japanese streaming works, but anyway, um, 
uh, right in the east parts. So Sony um, has bought it uh, for $1.1 billion. That's a lot of fucking anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember back when the time when no one knew what anime was and people were like, oh, them dirty cartoons that are, <laughs> that, are, that are porn. And now you've got people that still are like, all oh, them dirty cartoons, but it's also being sold for $1 billion. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's crazy amount of money. Um, so Sony already owned Funimation, which is probably the biggest uh publisher of anime in the west um and they also have a, a funimation streaming service so now they bought crunchyroll um which i don't know does that tie into like like do you bring those together because there's a lot of stuff on crunchyroll you can't get because funimation has licensed it and like they're the they're definitely the biggest player in 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 that scene. Um, but Crunchyroll have been doing deals with Funimation where they were streaming some Funimation stuff. Um, but enough that all that's going to come together into one thing. Is it going to be more expensive? Is it going to be the same price? Who the fuck knows? Um, a lot of people were wondering if it's going to be included in this part of your PlayStation Plus. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's what I was going to uh, say next. Is is I uh, what uh, is there anything there? But they they have Funimation already, um, so like that's not ruled into Plus or anything. So maybe there'll be like bundle these subscriptions together that works out cheaper in the end. Who knows? Maybe, um, maybe. But yeah, um, like Crunchyroll just started doing their own sort of um, their own line of, of shows as well, where where they they are the you know the the publisher of it, not just mm. just licensing it for for streaming. They're actually you know like like Netflix does and, and that and yep. sort of thing. Uh, it's a bit weird on this story though. They just have a big video slap bag in the middle for. The Witcher Nightmare of the Wolf, which is a Netflix show. <laughs> so I got to do with anything. It's anime. <laughs> you know yourself, that's how the websites work. We'll just slap this in the middle of it because it's somehow related. But I reckon you could be onto something um, with different uh, packages because maybe not every gamer's in the anime, but they're oh, out there to be, to be a, a market there's, there for someone. There's who crossover goes, there. Instead of having <laughs> to pay... Oh, hundred percent. So instead of someone having to pay for maybe Crunchyroll, maybe they do amalgamate with Funimation, and and you obviously you say you already have a PlayStation, you could turn around and get your Plus, your Crunchyroll, and your Funimation bundled all together for said pounds, or just keep your PlayStation Plus for said pounds, or maybe you're not into online gaming but you own a PlayStation, but you like anime, you can get your your anime package, maybe just. Hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd be up for that. I have I have Crunchyroll. I have PlayStation Plus. So, oh, actually, there it says <laughs> the Sony executive said uh, with the additional Crunchyroll, of unprecedented opportunities serve anime fans like never before, and deliver the anime experience across any platform they choose from theatrical mm-hmm. events, home entertainment, games, streaming, linear TV. 
Everywhere and every way fans want to experience their anime, our goal is to create a unified anime subscription experience as soon as possible. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. More shows available. Um, and you know what? If, if that is one less streaming platform, like if all their libraries just get combined, uh, I'm all for that because there's, there's too many streaming platforms. Yeah. It just is. Um, yeah. See, that's the thing that uh, likes a AEW Impact and New Japan should be thinking about is do we pool Ooh. our resources and just do a streaming service that's everything? Fuck how good with that. Throw ROH in there too. Oh, that would be very, very cool. And that's a very good segue. Um, it but is. that would be amazing. Yeah. I think if they all just said we all have all this because obviously uh, some of them have their own content as well because i know if you get the impact app you have stuff from promotions around the world as well like so they get the rights to certain indie shows and things yeah so you would have like a ton of like you would not be wanting of for wrestling like oh definitely um it would just be a big good thing to have obviously you know you you have impact has a thing You've got AEW Plus, mm-hmm. um, and then New Japan World. You got all these different like that's that's three separate ones. And then like if you want to watch the Joshi stuff, um, you have to pay for Stardom, um, which for mm. some reason is a separate subscription to New Japan, even though they're the same company. Um, they'll <laughs> charge you separately for them. Like the fucking websites are exactly the same. Um, Jesus. And then if you want to delve deeper into the Japanese stuff, there's that other one, um, the DDTs thing that it brings in a bunch mm. of different promotions. Uh, one would be uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro. Um, uh, and then you, you've got some other smaller uh, Japanese promotions rolled into that as well. Um, so you're, you're, you're kind of all over the place and, and you could be like, you know, dropping way too much money per month on wrestling. Yeah. Um, but the, the flip side of that, I suppose, is you're getting pay-per-views, which you probably would have been paying at least 15 to 20 quid mm. a month for. Um, so, yeah, but more consolidation of that stuff, the, the better. And just the way the, the the entire wrestling world outside of WWE is, is kind of, you know, supporting each other. together. Uh, it's just... I like this. I like this wrestling extended universe. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't <laughs> like it. Well, there's probably one person. Uh, uh, oh yeah, but um, I never thought of it like that. But that's exactly extended what it universe. Is. Yeah, the, it is <laughs> the wrestling extended universe. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so, shall we uh, talk about Dynamite first, then? Since it's the well, we kind of have to start by dynamite because if we talk about the other one first, we're spoiling some stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, am I looking at the right dynamite here? I am. Uh, <laughs> right. So, the, so we open with the uh, well, they they did the the tribute to, to Bob Eaton we spoke about last mm-hmm. week. Um, so we get we get a segment with uh, MGF backstage with Wardlow. Um. MGF being all, you better get it done. That's about it, because mm. he's facing Chris Jericho tonight. Um, and then we're 
we're in, uh, and we're told that uh, Kenny Omega is officially will be defending against Christian Cage at All Out in September. Uh, so first match we have is the trios: uh, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks uh, versus Dante Martin and the Seidel brothers, Matt and Mike. And Jesus Christ, that Kenny and the Bucks have just been knocking her in the park match quality wise, but. Mm. Man, Dante Martin in this match. Aye, they made him look like a superstar. I fuck. He made himself look like a superstar. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know. Oh, he obviously does it himself, but you obviously have to like. Clear no, some I, shit I, with I, some people. No, like, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's like I they, see your one winged angel. About you, all right? If I do this, aye. oh, that sounds classy. <laughs> it's like he flipped out of the one winged angel. He flipped out of the the tiger driver. He flipped out of the. Fucking Snapdragon. Uh, he's doing crazy jumping. He did that thing where he's outside and he sort of, like, just... It was as if he had jumped out of the ring, except you reversed the footage. And that's what he looked, jumping yeah, into yeah. the ring, then onto the rope, and then bounce onto the other rope, and then do a backflip onto someone. It's like, it just... And he's 21, and he's... He's, he's gonna be... He's gonna be on. He's so fucking good. Um, yep. Uh, that is Fantastic one of the upsides. Like, he's obviously part of a tag team called Top Flight with his brother. His brother's injured at the minute, but the, mm. the exposure Dante's getting while his brother's been out is. Been well, really, I know the really Bucks good. were basically they've been pushing heavy on <laughs> Top Flight. They think they are the next big thing. Well, um, and when he got injured, he was worried like, "Oh shit, this is us out." And they were like, "No, no, no, we're 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 going to keep you around. Don't worry." Yeah. So it was the the Bucks that brought them in for that one match um, with mm-hmm. the Bucks, and were so impressed with them they immediately got signed. Um, and yeah, you can you can see that. Um, so yeah, this was a really good match. Like his his Dante Martin definitely the the standout. Um, mm-hmm. And but eventually the uh, the the young bucks and Kenny take it. Uh, it is uh, Dante that that takes the the pin. But they have to. What is he like? He gets a one winged angel and then up into the uh, BTEV trigger, which is all three of them at once, yes. kneeing you in the face. So he d- he didn't go down easy. No, he did not. Went down like a champ, but it was a fantastic match. And I think the the thing is, they obviously give him a lot more TV time because the other guys, let's be honest, they're all sort of well-known. Like, you've got the Seidels who, you know, everyone knows Matt Seidel. I know Mike's kind of new on the scene and he had a few wee moments here and there. But uh, someone being 21 on Dynamite, and they know what he's capable of. They were like, right, we're giving you a shitload of screen time. Do your fucking thing. <clears throat> And the mm-hmm. crowd were loving it as well. Oh, it's Jesus, not like you know, they were just showing him for no reason. The crowd were going yeah. nuts for him. Pittsburgh crowd was a, a good crowd for, for both shows. They were a fantastic crowd. Um, right after the match, we have uh, Kenny Omega and, and the guy, well, not Kenny Omega, um, Don Callis talking some shit. Uh, <laughs> Christian Cage comes out um, and he calls him a, a Stanford Stooge. <laughs> you're a little outnumbered and claims there's 10 of them in the ring where there's like 
right? What? I think there's like five of them. I think Cutler's in there as well. Um, That's right, Cutler. Yeah, and then uh, Jurassic Express comes out. Um, and then they announce the Impact title will be defended on Rampage. Christian Cage is also getting a shot at that. Um, before he gets a shot at the AEW champion, and that will be the first ever match on Rampage. Um, Must be so, nice being buddies with Scott Dabore, hey? It's, it's pretty big. Uh, it's it's good for the Impact title as well, because very up until this point, they haven't mentioned it very much, but it's like defending it on the very first match or your big Friday show that you're doing, that you've mm. been hyping up like crazy. Um, so yeah, it's it's good to see that. And then also Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus are uh, will be challenging the Young Bucks for their titles um, at Dynamite this week. Uh, so that would be to do with, uh, if you do look at the rankings, um, Varsity Blondes still ranked number one, but they've already had a shot. You can't give them another shot. Um, the next mm-hmm. team would have been um, the Acclaimed, but after... Max Caster mm-hmm. maybe pushed the envelope a bit too far with his uh, freestyle at this, his entrance. He is suspended. Can't really defend it. Yes, like yeah, you, 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 you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't. Um, you can't joke about that shit. Yeah, and it'll, you shouldn't be doing stuff like that if you hope to get on TV because either you want they you want the, them to trust you not to go off on one. Yeah, I, I get, you know, rappers like to try and cut shit close to the bone and all, but there's like, uh, he's just close being, to, there's close to the bone and there's fucking edgelord shit. Uh, it's like, they're rapping about fucking rapey guys and it's like, uh, just leave it be. You probably pushed it a bit. You've probably gone as far as you should with the whole, uh, what do you call her, Julia, we Julia stuff. It's like, right, lay off. It's getting a wee bit uncomfortable. Um. Mm. So next up, we have a video package uh, of Miro and his TNT title. Um, and Fuego Del Sol is getting a shot at the TNT title on Rampage. Uh, and he will is also getting a shot at a contract. If he wins, he gets a contract. Um, but yeah, it's Miro. But we'll yeah, get to that in a bit. Um, next we have uh, Darby Allen with string for, uh, with string. It's it's string. String. It's the stringer. Sting, Sting um, versus Daniel Garcia, Red Death. Daniel Daniel Garcia with uh, 2.0. So we saw these guys last week. Very good. Uh, again, this mm-hmm. this was a really it, it was a very different match than like I don't think they have anyone like Daniel Garcia on uh, in the AEW no, roster. Does that really old school, almost European style? Um, it was mm-hmm. much slower paced. Um, they made, uh, on contrary, uh, Excalibur made reference to Daniel Garcia at the weekend there, just having had a, a 60 minute draw uh, on an independent mm. um, show against Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, he done, so, done six matches in the last seven nights or something. Yeah, so he's like just putting over like uh, how fatigue these guys would be um hmm. but yeah the eventually darby does come out on top uh then we have some nonsense with 2.0 um putting the boots to darby and that and then sting getting involved um 
And then the, the 2.0 guy is being very apologetic about Sting just beating the shit out of them anyway. Because he deserved it. Um, uh, Sting does not accept apologies. <laughs> no. And then Jim Ross said, Darby Allen and Sting go together like sauce and ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JR. Fucking hell. Right, under our next segment, then we have Death Triangle backstage, and no one's travel got cancelled. No one's travel. <laughs> Everyone made it. Yay. Everyone made it. God, when they're done with this. Fucking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pac so, loses it. He's like, right, that's it. Aye. Uh, yeah, basically, Pac's had enough. Um, he tells the Lucha Bros to focus on the tag team gold and don't worry about this nonsense. I agree. Um, mm -hmm. And he says he uh, uh, he challenges them to a match. Well, he doesn't really challenge them to a match. He's just like, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. I'm easy to find. <laughs> but he does not pack way. Um, yeah. This thing's just going along. I did, I've already said I don't, don't really like it. I don't like... It's just, see if it was any, like them two just talking shit at each other, but it's just the whole, like, you know, the Lucha Bros are better than that. They're not a fucking yeah. thing to be fought over, like bargaining chip. It's like, you can't go up as like, if I beat Pac, I get the Lucha Bros. I can't, like, what the fuck? They're two, they're their own <laughs> men. Like, they, they make that decision. I don't think they go on that route, which, thankfully. No, no. Um, I think they just needed something to try and get a match between Andrade and Pack, which will be a fucking phenomenal match, but uh, but a nonsense to get to it. Hmm. Um, next match with the Chuck Taylor, Orange Cassidy, and Wheeler Yuta. Who is Wheeler Yuta? Just in the best friends now. Oh, he's he's uh, Orange he's Cassidy's protege. protege. Um, some of their BTE stuff where they're giving him tips. <laughs> while oh, rewatching his amazing. matches are brilliant. Orange Cassie just say, don't get <laughs> No this Chuck Taylor's like no. see this, see there where you do you get pinned. Don't 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 get pinned. <laughs> then Orange Cassie's <laughs> like you three? Three? It's you win when you get a three count. <laughs> <laughs> the match is over when the guy counts three. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Reminds me it's like he didn't know how to win the ladder match. And he asked, he came up the counter, he started asking Excalibur, how do you win this match? <laughs> oh, he's amazing. How can you not like that guy? He is fucking phenomenal. And he's still good in the ring as well. It's not just a great character, the guy can fucking go. But, <laughs> good match as well here. Yeah, yeah. It's a good fast-paced one. Um, like, it's, it's, it's private party. So mm. like like they're they're like they're always gonna be every match they have is like a highlight reel. Um, so you're gonna see some press stuff. That just reminds me of the the, the spot that um, in the first match mm -hmm. uh, where he did the 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 side L's fucking launched your man up into the air. Oh yeah, that's right. Fuck. Right. Back to this. Uh, so we have um, Nyla Rose coming out and Will and Chris Statlander. They have a match later. Um, mm. So so she's taking the uh, 
opportunity to put some damage in there beforehand. You know, neither needs that, but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, eventually, Matt Hardy uh, hits the twist of fate on Wheeler Yuta um, and gets the win. There was some amount of shenanigans. There was, to be there fair, was they, he had the whole fucking group. <laughs> Wasn't he holding them all off for a while there by himself? Uh, it again, was, I, I, he I, was. I, and it, it, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it was obviously to make... Or obviously, they've brought Wheeler in. There's a lot of people who think this kid's going to be very special, so we're going to give him his moment. And then it took the entire... What is it? The HFO had to interfere, and that's the only way they were able to get rid of him, take him out. Yeah. Uh, some amount of people he has in that group. I... It's like, is there any need for it? I don't think there's any need for it. <laughs> like, it's going to get to the point D- where it's going to be AEW versus HFO. Is he like trying to like, do like NWO but sneaky where no one notices? <laughs> and you, you, don't make a, you don't make a big deal out of everything and eventually it's like the fucking everyone's on HFO now except for like three people and then they put on an HFO pay-per-view. <laughs> You can probably do that already. Fucking <laughs> hell. Because he's got, wait, hang on, he's got Private Party, he's got Angelico and Jack Evans, he's got Bunny and Blade, um, and he's got himself, obviously. Oh, and he's got that, that, that oh, uh, the, the Indian guy. The you what, young what, Indian what, fellow they, as well. They did the really fucking, uh, I, I think, the not great angle of him getting them, getting them tiles and stuff. It's like, don't mm. do that maybe the- I know they're trying to make it out like the young boys in New Japan and stuff yeah but don't do it with a person of colour maybe just don't cause yeah. that's I, I'm not saying that you're trying to be that or it's like yep. but that could be seen in a really poor light just just don't that could be very badly misinterpreted maybe well, obviously the whole thing is he's gonna crack and he's gonna yeah. fucking beat the shit out of some boys that might be why we haven't seen it since um true I think they only did it the once didn't they now they yeah. just sort of talk down to him when they're coming to the ring they don't yeah. really have him do anything else that's fine it's like to call him a shit rookie whatever um ah, yeah, yeah. so next we dash backstage with uh, Andrade El Idolo and Chavo um who basically say you're going but they basically announced the match for all out pack versus Andrade. Mm. Um and we have uh Chris Atlander versus Nyla. Um Yeah. Scrap I it's, just call this fight. match the destruction of Nyla Rose. <laughs> yeah. Aye. Bit the shit out of her. <laughs> I'm not having this nonsense. Oh, that's good. Well that's your next it's your next contender. Mm. So, well, that's like, if you can take out Nyla Rose in two minutes, you're fucking not the BMS way. I thought we had a really fun segment of um, the Young Bucks doing their their whole thing where they're like <laughs> their their match was so easy. It was like a layup, and they have the basketball net, which they're doing this now with the basketball after last week. <clears throat> um, and it's Nick Jackson goes to do a layup in the net, and then. Uh, Luchasaurus comes in and whacks it out of his hand. <laughs> it was good. It's fun. I, it like, was it. Good. I like the the, the box backstage stuff's fun. They're just shit oh, but they're they're fun to watch. 
Snack Jackson går kaka, kaka. Det just being obnoxious so they can possibly be. <laughs> um, <laughs> so next we have the moment um, where the crowd goes absolutely fucking batshit insane. Yep. Um, so we have uh, Britt Baker coming in in Pittsburgh Steeler colors. She is from Pittsburgh. Um, cuts promo on Red Velvet. Uh, basically saying you, you're not in my city. It's not happening. Yeah. It's a pure face promo too. Is it the face promo but outside of Pittsburgh? I don't know. Quick question. Have they swapped the tunnels around as well? I think they swapped the camera. I think the camera moved ah. to the other side. Uh, is that what it is? Because I was yeah. sitting go, wait, why are the good guys coming out of this tunnel and now the bad guys are coming out of this tunnel? So the, so it's the quick the, camera swap. When you were watching, the stage was on the right of your screen, which it's not usually. Ah. Um, so they, I think they, they switched the hard cam. Uh, yeah. So just hyping up the the match on Rampage again. Um, mm. get as many people watching Rampage as we possibly can. Um, per Red Velvet, hey. I. That's like saying that under the lion's den. Well, um, we'll get to it later. But she she did well. Um. Oh, no, no, I just mean, like, imagine, like, you're supposed to be the good guy in this match. <laughs> oh, they're, they're technically, on their, that's what Red Velvet's supposed to be. They're on their no, uh, like, like, they knew rightly that she's oh, going to wow. get really cheered. This is Pittsburgh. Just let her do her thing. If this was WWE, mm. they'd have her get beat or something. Because, right. you know, no, she's a heel, you're supposed to be her. I don't care where she's from. So they, they always do that. They beat people in their hometown for some reason or embarrass them in some way. Some weird Vince thing. Ah, what a fucking weirdo. Um, so next we had the match for the World Tag Team, or the Impact World Tag Team titles. Uh, Gallows mm-hmm. and Anderson versus Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. Um, I'll, the only thing I'll say here is, is, again, Stu Grayson is a fucking machine. Um, he is. Yeah, you think he could have a singles run at some point? apparently that's been brought up to him already and he just keeps going nope mm. so interestingly only Cole Cabana came out with him yeah hmm is there tension I guess we'll find out <laughs> uh, when we watch BTE later <laughs> um <clears throat> this one had had me like uh, it was one of those ones had you believing it was going to change hands at the end there um, oh, there was a few moments where I was like, holy shit. Uh, the- and you could even hear Scott DeVore shouting. <laughs> um, yeah, false finishes, like going for the um, the magic killer and countering uh, and then going to do a f- fatality, um, ref getting distracted. Um, eventually, <laughs> we got a, a gun son from Anderson uh, to pin. Wasn't that the match where there was a couple of run-ins? Frankie showed up in everything during that, didn't he? Was that the match? Um, not in the notes here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Because uh, Cutler was there. Aye, Cutler Fra- came Frankie out with his fucking... Came out and um, murdered him? Yep. Oh, he took him off the ramp. <laughs> so you get the fuck out. I love Cutler's reaction every time he sees Frankie Kazarian now. He just shits himself. <laughs> Uh, it's, he's he's actually doing the best stuff he's doing at the minute. Uh, 
Uh, so next up, we have a very worrying segment with Tony Schiavone in the ring with QT Marshall and the factory. He's supposed to get uh, Tony's supposed to be getting an apology for them dumping a protein shake on his head. Um, they bring in Schiavone's son Christopher, or Com- Nick Camarado does, and they do some stuff to him, <laughs> which he probably does not sell at all. No, nope. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Oh what do you mean you want to be a wrestler? Let someone, when someone hits you, act like they hit you. Um, and then Paul White comes out, the big show, um, choke slams Arn Solo because QT Marshall just fucking pushes him to the wolves. Didn't look too comfortable doing this choke slam. Um, I, uh, didn't look too comfortable walking no no he's a big fella he's getting up there in years I don't need to see him in a match please don't do this uh, not against QT mm. not even against Camarado to make him look good it's it's not worth it uh, like even like if he might want be, to do it it's like uh, it's gonna be really sad to watch I'd be worried about him though because he just doesn't look comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It's like it's it's not worth it. Um, no, I know he probably really wants it, but he just some people have to accept when they're kind of not able. To, well, it's not that he's not able to do it. It's just it's just not enjoyable to watch anymore. Yeah, I don't want to sound awful because <clears throat> I know he loves what he does and all, but it's like, yeah, but maybe you have to just take a wee look and go. Maybe I just don't look good to this anymore. I'm not fucking 25 and able to sort of carry myself the way I used to. Yeah. Um, so our main event, uh, it's the fourth labor of Jericho. I don't know why they, they went to calling this the five labors of Jericho chapter four. Just it's the fourth labor of Jericho. Mm. What are you doing? <laughs> they did a lot. So, you know, <laughs> so it should just be the third, fourth, fifth labor. Um, so we got Jericho versus Wardlow. MGF is at ringside. Um, being a shite bag as usual. Uh, Jericho gets the absolute fucking shit power bombed out of him for a good uh, fucking five minutes straight. And there's one point where Jericho's belt breaks. Yes. Uh, did you see this? His belt breaks and he starts to, yep. to fall. And Wardo's like, nope. Just fucking muscles yep. him up into the power bomb position again. But it's like, fucking hell. I was like, oh, Wardlow's a fucking that, strong boy. Well, that size just not there for show. Eh? Um, no. He did well to recover from that. Um, I so basically Wardlow's got this in the back bag. He is fucking. He does the F ten. I'm pretty sure he does the. Uh, what's the other one? He does. Oh, the. Oh, he, he, no, he went to do the knee. Oh right, right. Oh no, that's right. War. Aye. Aye. <clears throat> it. it He's a he's about to finish him with the F ten though. Um Oh he hits the F ten. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And then MGF steps but, in uh, and says, Don't I, pin him yet, I want him to suffer more. Yep. Uh and that's his undoing. Um You fool. <laughs> so yeah, MGF's trying to do all sorts of shit. Uh he gets up on the he distracts the ref, throws the his diamond ring in the wardrobe, but then <laughs> Because Aubrey's distracted, Jericho gets Floyd out and wails Wardlow with it, gives him the Judas effect, and one, two, three. Um, oh, he, Jericho, I loved what he was doing after this match. So he was just lying. He just looked absolutely 
knackered. He probably like, was. He's <laughs> probably just like, but I love this whole story that they're doing. Like it's like he's literally got nothing left in the tank, and he's got MJF next week. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. hell, really well done. Jingy's gonna win. I'm actually looking forward to uh, everyone just singing Judas without him singing this. Time. Oh, that's right. I wonder if people not, actually know all the words. He's not allowed to do. He's not allowed to do the Judas effect, and he's not no allowed Judas any interest and music. No Judas. And I, I've I've heard that about like they're they're probably counting on people knowing the words. I don't think anyone knows the words. It's going to be a disaster, but it's going to be really <laughs> funny. Because everyone's going to be, you are in a suitable <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's going to be. It's going to be like forward. Sammy Guevara when he sung up. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I didn't know the words. Everyone will get lost. It's going to be a fucking mess. Um, anyway, on the rampage then. Um, so as we said, first up, we have the Impact World Championship match. Um Kenny Omega versus Christian. Um, it was a good match. Uh, crowd was definitely, definitely into it more more than uh, I think a lot of people gave. I think it's because Christian's um, reaction on Dynamite wasn't that great because, you know, everyone kind of want to hang, man. Um, but th- no, th- th- this was, was crowd hot for it. Um, you know, it's it's good good uh, back and forth match. Kenny goes for a a one winged angel really early, um, uh, which Christian tries to counter and a kill switch. Omega rolls out that, and then it's all like, oh, pretty cool counter. I have to admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because yeah, he just goes slides down his back and then gets him into the mm. um the kill switch position uh so we get the couple of e-triggers couple other things frog splash three count for christian and then out of nowhere we get a, a spear um and then the bucks come running down to the ring um i throw a chair in the ring which omega sets up um and again, Christian reverses the one winged angel into a uh, kill switch and hits it on the chair while uh, Don Callis has distracted the ref. Ref was distracted for a really long time here too. Like it took mm-hmm. the box forever to get down to the ring and throw that chair in. That. Um, but that's it. It's a three count and we have a new Impact World Champion. Someone has actually pinned Kenny Omega. Oh dear. And it's Christian mm. Cage, which no one... Would have seen coming, but um, no. think of it this way: we're gonna have some good stuff from Kenny uh, leading up to All Out. He's gonna be a paranoid wreck. Mm. Um, it's, it's, it's gonna be fantastic. The big celebration with Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, uh, even Scott Demore. I think he, I think he was a bit biased there, tiny wee bit. <laughs> um, uh, what did you think of Jericho's commentating? Alright, okay, so we have Jericho on commentary. <laughs> you need to calm down a wee bit. Like. I don't know why, but I shouldn't. It's just, I think, obviously, they've been so long without fans, right? And I think this is the first time he's commentated in front of a full house. 
Yeah, because like he was just uh, gone. <laughs> just too excited and wouldn't stop shouting. I uh, before this, it was always... at one point he was trying to start Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Mark Henry will eat you. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we have a, an interview with with Christian Mark Henry. Uh, backstage, uh, it's just basically, yeah, I told you I could do it. Next one, AEW Championships next. Um, then we have the, the TNT Championship match. Uh, Miro versus Fuego. Um, Fuego just straight out fucking tornado DDTs everywhere. Um, that was it was great because <laughs> one of them he puts it like if Miro falls outside and the referee starts counting I'm not gonna lie I thought this was it because I, I thought this was gonna happen I was like no fucking way Miro's still on his fucking face on and, number nine I, and he just at the last minute gets back in um, Fuego goes up the top to do another tornado DDT Miro grabs him fucking wheels the shit out of him man he just Simone <laughs> drop um and and then into the game over uh and Fuego taps out and that, that was let that this is how you do uh, like that's a really good squash match it's like just the the, mm-hmm. the immediate like Fuego getting that straight away and tornado DT three times oh he almost won tries to go for another one and he's done because it's just Miro and he's fucking um Machine. Then Miro rips up Fuego Del Sol's contract, which he doesn't get to sign. But then we get uh, Sammy Guevara comes out, along with Tony Khan. Tony Khan hands Sammy Guevara a microphone and a clipboard. He walks down, um, and he he says, uh, Fuego, these people love you, and a lot of the guys back there love you too. Since you're my best friend, Tony Khan thought it was only appropriate that I come out here and say that Fuego de Sol is all elite. <laughs> and we all Amazing, teared up hey? a bit. Uh, it was a great moment. A fucking brilliant thing to do in your, like, the first episode of this. Like, you're not going to forget that and anytime soon. The big thing is, Fuego did not know this was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Aye. Such a cool moment. I, I <clears throat> can't wait to actually get uh, his side of this. Um, because obviously now that he's signed, they're bound to get him on the AEW podcast. Yeah. And I know you'll, obviously that'll be a big moment on, for him to talk about. You'll probably get it on the vlog tomorrow as well. Oh yeah, good point, good point. Because um, I wonder, because obviously Miro's had to say to him when he's leaving, Miro's had to say, stay in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that they just uh, came out. Uh, they probably told him they'd lie there and look dead because Miro just killed you. Mm-hmm. Um, I people went fucking nuts for this. And speaking of people going nuts, Aye. it's time for the main event. Um, <laughs> AEW Women's World Championship match: Britt Baker versus Red Velvet. Jesus Christ! Uh, this crowd goes fucking nuts again. Azuba is more than dynamite. Um, mm. like uh, the roof nearly came off. Like uh, she is proper in uh, Pittsburgh Steelers gear, where the the symbol on mm. the knee pads and all look really cool. Um. Yeah, the 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 so Baker's carrying that injured arm. It's mm-hmm. her right. 
wrist. Yep. Which is legitimate injury. She's she's working through it. But um, the whole thing was that she couldn't get the lockjaw in because her arms were in red velvet. Um, doing uh, targeted there on the red velvet adapted and did some healy stuff because like, you, you I just, was just going to say she was brilliantly well done so she was she aye. sort of figured right there's no way I'm getting this crowd over so fuck it oh I there's no point in trying and they knew that and that's the way to do it it's like don't don't try and fight mm-hmm. a hometown crowd it's just it's not going in your favor um and I like you always get people will say oh but that's really good heel heat for you to fuck over the hometown person um and this this wasn't uh this is a point I heard from from Fightful it's like well, what's the point in that? Because you go to the next town and they don't give a shit about that heat because they're not from that hometown. So mm-hmm. it's, you have heat for that show and that's it. It doesn't carry on. So which, which is, a, like I thought, was a really good point. Um, and that, that's why you, that's why they did this. It's like, just, just let them have their moment. Let the fans enjoy mm. what the fuck is going on right now because that's what we're here for. Um, and they mm. did it. Um so yeah, we we had um, good back and forth battle. Um, Baker always struggling to get the lockjaw, and eventually she does it inverted, so her left hand is free to to get the hand in the mouth. <clears throat> Red velvet taps from that, and and we Britt Baker retains. Um, after that, um, confirming that she's still a heel, she continues to beat the shit mm-hmm. out of uh, out of Red Velvet. Uh, Chris Statler, Statlander comes in to um, to even up the odds or, or save Red Velvet. And then <clears throat> we get a mystery woman dressed in black come in um, who was Jamie Hayter, who we didn't know who that was even when she took off her hood. Uh, apparently this is the girl that was with B Priestley back when B Priestley was um, with AEW for that short stint. Um, she's unrecognizable. No, because she's in way better shape than she was back then. Um, and I'll put that down to why I didn't know who it was. There you go. Fair enough, because I had no idea who it was. Aye. Really, really strong first episode there. Um, Aye, pale in comparison to next week, or this week's, which I cannot wait for. Well, I have a quick question for you. Go. You know that obviously you're talking, you don't fight a hometown crowd. Yeah. Is Darby Allen getting booed this Friday? <laughs> he could well be. <laughs> Holy I, fuck. Man, it's CM Punk in Chicago. Yep. Yep. It's like... I, hmm. Darby Allen's name means nothing anymore. I'm sure... I, I don't think he'll get booed. But No. Um, he, I, I, he, people he'll just get be, a weed cheer, baby. And people, I, they'll be cheering both of them. Um, and people are just so excited to see that match. And you just be so excited to see CM Punk back. Um, well, no, you say they'll cheer both of them. No, they will cheer Darby. They will erupt for CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. That's if uh, they're even there at the same time. You, you don't know. They, they might not even cross paths at this point. True. It's, uh, after all this teasing, they can't, they can't not have him show now. I think they would actually, they, they would piss a lot of people off if he didn't show. People would be asking for refunds, like, legitimately. It's like, you TCM bunk and I bought mm. a ticket. Fuck you. You would be in trouble. Like, even if they, t- yeah, even if they turned around and went, oh, no, look, it's Daniel Bryan. You'd be like, okay, that's pretty cool and all, but where the fuck's punk? 
This this is Chicago. Where's punk? Aye. Uh, so, aye. Uh, he's going to be there. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> so that's happening this time. It's like I'm speaking to myself. Um, so we had a Triple A's big show, Triple Mania, um, happened this weekend. Uh so there's, I'm not going to go through all this. It's just I I haven't watched it by the way. Um, I'm just going to point out a few, few things. I'm pretty sure Brian Cage is there playing Thanos. Yep, that makes sense. <laughs> um, Diana Perazzo is now the AAA Women's Champion. So she oh, won fuck. a match. So she's a double champion now. Impact and AAA. Um, mm. we have new AAA Tag Team Champions. In Phoenix and Pentagon, Lucha oh, Bros are yeah. our champions. Who were the champs before? Uh, Hijo del Vikingo and oh, Vikingo <laughs> Laredo Kid. Uh, it was a three way ah. actually. So, and the or team was actually Brian Cage and Taurus. That's a big team. <laughs> Black Taurus and Brian Cage were a team. That's a lot of beef in there. That is a lot of beef. <laughs> um, and the other thing to point out is Kenny Omega uh, defended his AAA Mega Championship against Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega had Conan with him for reasons. Um, and Andrade had a mystery sort of manager type. Ballet? Per- aye, and it was none other than Ric Flair. So, Fuck off! And Ric Flair chopped Kenny Omega. <gasps> <laughs> so there you go. And uh, yeah, Omega won that. He he retained, which I was not expecting. He retained. Yep, he kept it. Not expecting either. Um, I heard as uh, as well that uh, apparently Charlotte Flair, who is uh, Andrade's husband, that's the connection. That's why Ric Flair was there. Uh, was was at mm-hmm. this show um, and may have missed a WWE house show to go there um oh. which is pretty like i don't give a fuck about this anymore fuck yous <laughs> <laughs> which, I, oh shit get the fuck out of there um all right so so that's that's everything that we would care about and i'm surprised you don't watch more triple a like your lucha luchadori i know I should watch Triple A. I really should. Where do you do it, though? Ah, <coughs> legally, where could I watch it? Good point. Uh, um, and just lastly, I wanted to talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence. Uh, so this was their first show in front of a live crowd in America. Um, so the during the pandemic, they launched this thing where they've been doing shows uh, featuring American, mostly American wrestlers from their LA dojo. Um, and they've been doing a weekly show called uh, New Japan Strong. Um, and this was kind of their first big event. Um, and they had some some heavy hitters showing up in this. Um, I'm not going to, like, so you haven't watched this, just you do want to watch it. So I'm not going to spoil any match results here. But there is one thing that I'll have to spoil for you because I want to talk about it. Uh, and you'll agree okay. it, it's worth mentioning because you th- thought the forbidden door was open before. Well, fuck. Um, so, like, uh, we had some 
good matches in there. Like John Moxley was there with a mystery uh, partner up against Carl Anderson. Put me out of my misery. Who is it? Um, fuck, I forgot his name. The guy he faced for the US, the old Japanese guy. Naito? No, no. Uh, on, on Dynamite. Oh, the older guy. Yuji Nagata. Uh, Yuji Nagata, yes. <clears throat> the guy that does the thing with the eyes when he puts the arm lock in. Yes, yes, yes. Blue, uh, we, blue death or something. We had Jay White versus David Finlay. Um, and, and Tanahashi came over. I reckon over. that'll be a good match. Yep, it is probably... Probably, yeah, it's the best match. Um, and Tanahashi took on Lance Archer for the US title. Um, but the big news wasn't even a match. Just randomly, like, Will Ospreay came out. Will Ospreay's music hits. Now, I don't know if you know about Will Ospreay. Um, he won the heavyweight title. Um, and was that this is his first time top of the world has his own stable now and then he he defends it against Shingo and breaks his neck and has to give up the title this oh, is this is all real fuck. and this was like four months ago um and it was like looked like a really bad like your career's over sort of moment he's come back now he says i'm medically cleared i oh, never shit. i never got pinned I never got submitted. I'm the champion. He goes over to this bag, brings out a belt. He says, I'm the real New Japan Pro Wrestling champion. And I will defend this against anybody at any time, even if you're not with New Japan. Even if you, what, what way is he put it again? If you're insecure wrestlers hiding behind your door, um, the crowd starts oh, chatting. <laughs> the crowd starts chatting AEW. And he goes, ah, no one cares about AEW. Um, and <gasps> he basically starts calling everyone pussies, <laughs> like just like <laughs> Kevin Kelly says. So and he just at some point he just goes, "Shut up, Kevin Kelly, you slag." <laughs> <laughs> like that's I fucking love Will Ospreay. He's fucking brilliant. Um, and that's then, fucking uh, amazing. TJP comes out uh, with a couple of the what the the young light. Well, he he's there anyway. He had a match earlier, um, but he he does a lot of training and stuff in the dojo. He he is part of that dojo, um, and he comes out okay. and fucking Will Osprey just starts ripping into them all, call them all pussies, and just and then TJP gets in the ring. Uh, and then he, he rips the mic out of his hand and throws it in the ground, and you see Osprey sort of going, "Ah, oh, sorry, sorry, boy, mess, mess." And then TJP turns back to get out of the ring. Well, Osprey lifts the mic. He's holding a bottle of water, and he just goes, "Ah, you pussy!" He throws the water and runs away. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. fucking amazing. Uh, it was like, <laughs> and now I'm like. So one of the guys that CM Punk said he would come back to wrestling for was Will Ospreay. <gasps> and he's staying. Will, right. Ospre Will Ospreay is staying in America. He's going to stay <gasps> in America and defend this belt against whoever the fuck wants. Um, and I don't think he'll ever lose it in America because I'm pretty sure this is going to go to Shingo versus him at Wrestle Kingdom to unify these belts. It's a mm. thing that just sort of makes most sense. Um, and, uh, like they got the whole thing. It was like, Shingo's the guy that broke his neck and, <clears throat> uh, Shingo's the current champion in Japan. So, 
you know, it's a re- there's a ready-made story there. Um, but we, yeah. in the meantime, we could see some cracker matches here. Um, we also got, you know, Ooh. Daniel Bryan's in there. Uh, Omega needs to get a shot at at some point, so we get Omega Osprey. Like, you're, you're looking at fucking... Um, Meltzer better get his fucking extra stars out. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who'll have a shot at that? Who? Sammy Guevara. That would be a good match as well. Fuck! Almost Sammy forgot. Guevara's always slabbering about him. Aye. 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 He's, he has to. He has to. And he's going to show up on Dynamite. He will. He will. Mm. At some point. Um, I almost forgot as well. We got a good moose match. <laughs> Control yourself. Oh, aye. Because he, he went up against Ishii, and it's just a fucking uh, beating the shit out of each other. And it just, I think Ishii just knows how to use Moose. To, like, he knows how to accentuate his strengths of what there is there. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he got a good match out of him. So, technically then, if you give Moose the right opponent, he can't have good matches? Oh, yeah. Um but it, like Ishii's just fucking fantastic. So yeah, he's he's just how long's he wrestling now as well? Um, this must he's, be like more he's a big veteran, like twenty years. I'm not sure exactly how long. Um, it's probably as well more than twenty years. My hat goes off to Ta- how do you pronounce his first name? Ta- Tama Tama Ishii's first, first name. Oh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> um. um but, uh, Hats off them. Yeah, so yeah, I'll watch that tomorrow. We got a really exciting weekend of wrestling. This week is going to be no different. Big things happen again. We're on a run up to, to all out. The um, the extended universe is starting to pick up steam here. People are winning mm-hmm. championships all over the fucking place, and it's great. And WWE, you're not allowed to play. <laughs> Just take all that talent you released and put it to good use. Um, I think that's that's probably gonna do us. Don't make like a plan to me. Um, as always, Paul, we'll have to get your uh, uh, microphones adjusted for next Monday's podcast. And when you're just screaming about CM Punk for an hour and twenty minutes. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll stand across the room and just shout. You're gonna be worse than Jericho. <laughs> But, um, yep, thanks everybody for listening, and we will catch you again next week. Bye-bye.